This is a special episode of Sexploration with Monica, co-produced with The Edge of Insanity, Paul Brumbaugh. You might remember him as my token straight guy from earlier episodes. We'll be talking about pleasure education versus sex education, how you can get more pleasure instantly, and we have special guest, Lucia Pavone. Have you ever felt like you were too much woman? Well, join the club and keep listening. This is sex. Everyone gets what they want. This is sexploration. Explore. Play. This is Sexploration with Monica. Sex is proof that God loves us and wants us to have fun. Sexploration with Monica at sexplorationwithmonica.com. Boy, I don't think I've ever let it play out that much here in the Mission District. My name is Paul Brumbaugh. You're on the edge. I'm sitting back here. It's another beautiful day in the Mission District. And we got a full house. We got a lot of people here. And it's not even a station meeting, folks. If you have original content, if you're a musician, comedian, do stupid human tricks, whatever it is, send us that original content to Edge of Insanity Productions at Gmail. In the body of the email, make sure to give us your authorization to play said content along with your contact information so we can verify it's actually you. And then also attach that file. Not malware, please. You've already crashed six of my computers. No more. No, really? No, I'm kidding. Oh. I'm kidding. <laughs> Just enough to scare Woo. you, Monica. Ah. <laughs> Don't do that. So no malware. Got to be safe. You have to save safer your... downloading. Yeah, safer downloading. This this show is all about safer downloading and uploading. That's right. You got to check for viruses. Check for viruses. Uh, if my name is in Norton, I don't know what is. Okay, so. <laughs> Definitely. Don't send me malware. If you're going to do that, go check into Mar-a-Lago in Florida and do whatever you need to do, but not here. Wow. There's so many things going on in this country. I don't even want to talk about this country. This country, I'm starting to think I'm just, I'm just going to start telling people I'm Canadian. Just be from Alaska. Be from Alaska. I can see Russia from my backyard. Yeah. <laughs> I'd start swimming for it, too. And at this point, it's probably safer with Putin over there at well, this point. I don't know. At least he's clearly a fascist well and, and it, apparently it's well it's scary that we're actually we're closer in russia they're closer to a free election than we are because i don't think america's ever going to influence their election oh the humanity the humanity of it all what does this country come to oh. uh, what is uh, russia is what it's come to or succumb to that's what we're doing i'm looking we're making at making out with kim jong-un oh yeah I love his leadership. You're like, oh, he kills people. What's wrong with you? I know, and he comes from a long line of killers. Killers. <laughs> what is wrong with our? And then, then suddenly we're like, yeah, the guy that's running Brazil right now. Woo! He's gonna burn down the whole rainforest. Well, I thought he was the craziest guy before Trump. Before 2016, Trump. Mm-hmm. Okay, I thought the Kim Jong Uns and Ills and all those guys mm-hmm. were like the the scariest of them all. And then we got our president. Well, yeah, because they used to lie every day. I remember them saying the first time that King John Il, his father, Un's dad, mm-hmm. ever played golf, he got nine holes in one, and he was like six years old and did, whatever yes. else. Mm-hmm. You know, could barely hold up a club, but got nine holes in one. And sure. I forget what else. He's a sharpshooter. He doesn't, yeah. oh, he doesn't poo. One of the things I heard is he, he doesn't, doesn't poo. That's the current one. He, he does not poo. poo. He does not poo. That's 
not good. He's a growing him. boy. He's just growing outwards instead of oh, upwards. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> he's kind of like, uh, what's her name from uh, the, the Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory? Uh, Veronica Salt. Uh, uh, the, the one that turns into the blueberry, but he's a yeah, blue. I think Verushka Salt. Salt, yeah. Verushka Salt or whatever. Veruca. Veruca. I don't know. You guys will send me in. But it's like her, but not blueberry. It's poopberry or something. Oh, yeah, poopberry. <laughs> that not... sounds delicious. Mm, no, mm. it does not. So I thought he was the craziest or the craziest line of dictators. And I want to call Trump a dictator because at this point, oh, he's, he's only one. He's one military coup. Well, no, he's one that too. He's one military parade from being a dictator. Because oh. I think on the the dictator checklist, he's got a almost a even twelve out of twelve. He's got ten out of twelve on the dictator checklist. Well, if he wasn't such a jerk to the people who are in the military, that might actually work for him. But he's constantly alienating them. Oh, he's a jerk to everybody, and, and, and yeah, he's an equal opportunity offender. And especially the military, especially, you know, he's wanted to take transgender, gay, everybody out. We're not going to have anybody left. Yeah. Except for old dudes like me. <laughs> you don't want me fighting for you. <laughs> you want me running for you. It's okay. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to fight. I'm going to stay here, man. I'm, Are you going to? I'm going to, yeah. Okay. Gonna. I, I mean, I considered being like, okay, I'm moving to Canada. Right. This is sad. I can't take it anymore. But then I'm like, you know what? California has a lot of good things, and we're going to try to fight him. So I don't know. We're, I think we're trying to sue him or something. So that's good. Well, it's funny. Yeah, because isn't that why Newsom went to El Salvador? Oh, that makes sense. Because, because they're the El ones El Salvador that... is, like, super pissed at us. Right. And if California can, like, make nice with El Salvador, we're going to, like, have an extra ally. Oh, he's very smart. Yeah, That's see, and, and, he, and he's really trying to piss off Trump because Trump won't yeah, go down there. He has nice. not ever been there. So that we're, this is actually the first California well, governor that's ever went there. I went to El Salvador, and they basically wouldn't let me in the country without paying a bunch of money because they have a, a specific you're an American fee if you want to leave the airport <laughs> because we have been deporting all of the criminals and sending them to El Salvador and that's one of the reasons that El Salvador is Oh, so it's the share program. Criminals. <laughs> well, and it has a lot of like it's We hard. give them our criminals, we get Exactly. Uh, yeah. So not only do they have their and own take criminals going on and we also are sending them the fresh and angry people who've just been deported and so El Salvador, I mean, it's a beautiful country and the food is amazing. And I had like the best plantains of my life in the El Salvador airport. So they're like, okay, so I see how you are and we're going to charge you more. Well, we're going to do that. It's funny. We've alienated all the things that you, all the people that used to be our allies. Right. And all the ones that used to be our, know, our like, enemies are we're just like, Germany come here, like, Putin. What's wrong Give me with big you? hug. Yes, exactly. Big hug ski. The French. We don't like the French anymore. What's going on? The, yeah. the, you know, we're, we're alienating the English, our oldest ally. Exactly. And now it's suddenly we're like, yeah, let's. I really like uh, Kim Jong-un. Yeah, it's starting to look. And, uh, it's starting Putin, to look more and more Putin attractive like the more you friend. look at them. And you're like, "What is wrong with our leadership? Why would you like the fascists better than I don't know the free world, the ally countries? Like, what? Well, happening? he is starting to look more fashionable, and he is way more attractive, especially after that center spread in Playgirl magazine. I mean. <laughs> 
Don't Somehow put that I in your mind. That. Take that I, out of your I mind. I really missed that. <laughs> no, good. I'm glad you did. On the other mic here, we got Monica Thomas from Sexploration with Monica. How are you Thank doing, dear? You. Oh, I'm so happy to be here. And of course, in house, we got Brandon Ray joining us again. What is this week three? Yeah. So that's good. I'm glad that you're here with us. Um, and then also joining us is pleasure educator Lucia Pavone. How are you doing, Lucia? I'm doing well. Good uh, morning. Good morning. You are doing well. You've got a big smile on your face. <laughs> I do because I went to Tartine this morning and uh-huh. I stood in line and I started having this conversation with this lovely human being. And by the end of the conversation at the register, he was just like, let me pay for that banana cream So she cream got like free co- tartine, free tartine from a beautiful man at tartine. And so now we're like stuffing croissants in our croissant in our faces, which, you know, total win. It was But you win. can connect with anyone, anywhere, at any time, just because you're so, like your energy is so like... I am pure love. I walked in on somebody else's podcast. I was just going to say, you, you <laughs> really did connect with podcast. pure love around here, too. G-Money. Right. <laughs> exactly. Watch their, listen to their podcast, They're like, come too. on in. Come on our radio show. Let's We were let's talking talk about, about the dinosaurs building the pyramids. Let's talk about vulvas. Yes. Yes, and I was like, well, I'm pretty sure women built the pyramids. <laughs> <laughs> Clitoris built the pyramids. I mean, doesn't it look like a pyramid? Yeah, it's definitely. Seriously. I mean, that's. She they has thought a model we were, of the clitoris here. It's a giant model. Inspires. It's a yeah, big no, purple it's yeah. giant. Purple plastic. But Three-dimensional. The, uh, the legs and the I don't know the bulbs. Oh, the, those are the, the bulbs, bulbs. Yeah. and those the are that's the clitoris legs, up at the top. The glands. The little, the little the, tip of the volcano up the, here. The tip of the volcano. <laughs> Eruption. We'll play a little bit of Van Halen eruption yeah. later. Okay, so there we nice. go. But that's it. Uh, that's that. That is the Pleasure Palace. It is the triangle. It is. It is the oh. homologous the Bermuda sex triangle. Parts. I've gotten lost like there for many of the Bermuda the triangle. Oh. It's like a vortex. And if I would have had my little plastic little, I feel this like is we, where you're at thing. Well, you just solved like a, a you mystery. You solved a mystery. People like what happens to all those people in the Bermuda triangle? Oh, it's like they, they go they into go the the vulva the vortex. Vulva vortex. It really is. It's it, they kind of it's kind of it envelops you, and then if you don't know what you're doing. You're lost forever. (laughs) Well, I don't know. I think when you don't know what you're doing, that's how you get less lost for less time because then you're kind of like, I don't know what should I do? And then, you know, if you know you what you're doing, You don't want to do the awkward white really... guy dance when you're down there, though. Or <laughs> they do the alphabet do when they're going down on you. I know, you yeah, the ABCs. Yeah, I was just going to see you do the Let me see. I want to see you do the ABCs. The alphabet. I'm going to get a tongue strain. I'm going to have to get like some sort of cast on it or something. You'll damage the little thing that holds your tongue down. You don't want to do that with your teeth. you got to be really gentle. Very gentle. Feel into your sensations when you're giving and receiving. This is what I say. There's like 8,000 pressure-sensitive nerve endings on this small section of human erectile tissue. And you have like four... Known as the clitoris. The clitoral glands. And there's only 4,000 on the head of the penis, on the apex. Hey, we got shortchanged on that. Well, the thing is, like, think about like how you touch your parts and like soften it by a thousand 
that's just my rule of thumb. If you're ever wondering how to touch the most sensitive oh, part why on a scissors are so much more sensitive than cocks is because double the so fun much more nerve endings. So, so you have to more. start gently. Oh, I get it. And then work up depending on the person and how they feel their and sensation. Th- and that's just on the outside, the internal structures. I mean, it's still live by. Imagine. I, mean, well, I was just gonna say all the different things you hear about when when males are coming of age and they're starting to uh, find themselves sexually and they start to masturbate and they realize that they can basically have intercourse with almost anything. Oh. <laughs> it's kind of like I've heard a comic actually talk about, you know, the your refrigerator door has that little suction thing. It goes around the outside of the... Really? The, and the he's like putting this thing fridge? in it and slamming oh, wow. it. And I'm like, really? <gasps> Oh my God! You just talk about your nerves ending. That people with penises slam their coxswains. No, I wouldn't say slam oh them. It, it's the the feeling of the the cold air on the inside oh. and the little suction thing on the. Uh, I don't want. Oh and I've God. also heard of people having wow. sex with the couch. Yeah, the, in between you know, the cushions. Let's just and, make this all good. Like this is all people's preferences. Yeah, we're not saying it's, it's wrong. All, we're not saying it's wrong. It's all we're just good going, sensation. I mean, let's not find people wrong for like experiencing pleasure, your right, their right. type of pleasure. <laughs> I get it. As long as they're not hurting themselves or others. Right. As long as it's consensual. You yes. did that well. Both of you just practiced that. That was like surround cell. Right. <laughs> that well, we was do good. See Have you ever two ever worked before? Have you yes. ever seen each other? This is a magic act. I want to make sure I clarify. Okay, good. So, yeah, that's one thing you want to make sure you're not hurting yourself or others because we're all there's some sort of health like with you, Monica. You're actually a certified sexual, sexual health, health educator. educator. Mm-hmm. So it's about not just sexuality. It's Goes inside well, we hand in hand with your health. About STIs and education, and I want to talk about healthy relationships. You know, non-abusive relationships. Mm. How to be in connection with yourself and a partner. I mean, it's not just the physical body. It's like the whole experience of sex. And I think what. Lucia is also bringing to the table is an awareness of the pleasure of sensuality. And I do try to talk about that, but I haven't gotten a, a fancy certificate yet. Yeah, because we got, we got the yin I and bet they okay. offer them they at O. School, so that's exciting. <laughs> um, and, you know, it's more than just sex that pleasure brings to the table, right? Like, you can have an awareness of pleasure in any situation. Mm. You know, some people over at the Welcome Consensus are talking about having a pleasurable menopause, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And like experiencing the sensations and the rushes and the flushes of hot flashes Mm. with like how, you know, it's power surges and, you know, how am I sensation focused and just being present in the moment and accepting. Yeah, you know, truly, you can find pleasure in, in everything you do, and that's what the difference between sensuality and sexuality is. You know, when we talk about sexuality, we're really talking about the biological reproductive pieces, but when we add this component of lighting up our senses, like you can find beauty and pleasure in walking down the street and smelling like a croissant coming out of the tartine, or you can be in connection with your friends reading you 
you a beautiful poem and get turned on. And this is the difference, you know, we're conditioned in our society to really numb ourselves out. There's so many stimulus, stimulating pieces that our true nature is like a little baby. If you've ever like touched a baby's feet or they, they start to like wriggle and that's really how we are. And if you take that concept and you start to apply it to like relationships and sexuality and how you eat your food and how you talk and how you connect, you can find something pleasurable about anything. And you almost have to boil it down to that very just almost um, the microscopic part of it, don't you really? You, you, I mean, we're really talking about nurturing and connection and just that not all the other Past BS and the behind it. And the thought and the no, we're talking in the moment. Yeah, totally. And feeling exactly. This moment it and is. This it is. It's mm-hmm. staying present in the present moment. That's where you experience like the true bliss of like living. And all so the when juice, yeah. yeah, all the juice when you start to like add in like all the like value judgments and, and emotions and of the past it. and the future the past and your and worries future. and your hopes and your right it's not to discount those experiences because sure. they you know they've made they you who helpful. you are yeah but you know there's a you can repattern your brain there's a lot of research done these days about how you can shift your change your mind and how you can look at things in a different way and so i think in this day and age as we start to like go through our life that we have to, A, keep a really good freaking sense of humor about everything. Right. We really do. We really do. And B, you know, start to actually explore what it means to be a sensualist. And it gets a bad rap. People think sensuality is all about putting on your high heels, stilettos, garters, and bending over, you know. But sensuality is really just about igniting one or more of your senses. And so when you look at life from that lens of, like, just yum, and staying, the, present, and staying and, present and actually staying in your body and whether you can, you know, conceptual thought is like your sixth sense. So if you can think it in your mind, you can make all the other parts of your body light up. So if you don't have, let's say the use of your hands or you don't have eyesight or you don't have mobility, you could still use your, your conceptual thought. I was going to say, doesn't it heighten those senses? It anyway? does. It does. And you know, there's people, there's studies of people with clitorises who have been are uh, wheelchair bound or quadriplegics who can think about I'm having climaxes and actually having that sensation oh, through their. People can have a climax through their earlobe. Ex- absolutely. Yeah. So there's. Just I know you guys are at home having an eargasm right now. Eargasm. Yeah. Are you having an eargasm? Actually, Call in. They, Call they in and let us know if you're having an eargasm. They, um, there is a scientific study that listening to podcasts is like makes neurological connections in your brain and boosts your serotonin levels. So what you're doing right now. It's good for your brain. And this is being simulcast and syndicated on both podcasts today. So, yeah, it's so going to be really on Sexploration nice. with Monica and The Edge of Insanity. So, so you're much getting goodness. two for one. Bam. Two, there you go. Yeah. So one. about that, how do we get down to that, tap into that basic raw emotion of mm-hmm. connecting with somebody? And, and this is probably the difference between almost the the tip of uh, sex education versus pleasure education, right? Well, I don't know. I mean, I think for me it's kind of a whole philosophy, and I, I think it's about staying in the moment, being 
connected to your body, but also being aware of the other people in the moment with you. And so it's authenticity, right? Like you are having an authentic experience and you're communicating authentically with the other people in the room, but you're also really being aware of your truth and trying to be aware of their truth. So it's like pleasure, connection, and authenticity. And then that kind of creates a biofeedback loop and a space for, I mean, you're going to be more aware of consent because you're aware of both what you're a yes to and what the other person is a yes to. And so you can kind of keep that space open and nourishing for all the people involved. Right. And again, you're talking about from connecting to yourself, to another, to a group. Exactly. And this is the thing where you can do pleasure in the moment, not just in a radio show environment, but you can also do it in an orgy or you can do it in a business meeting or you can do it right or like you, mean, you can do I it can anywhere. even do it on stage as a comedian you totally could no because way. you are with you the audience have you're creating to. it yeah. yeah you almost have like to stand feeling in their that. energy yeah. and like you're like feeding back into well their it's, energy, it's 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 like it's synergy it kind of goes exactly. back right it's going exactly. back it's a push pull exactly. between mm-hmm. parties mm-hmm. no matter whoever's involved Hopefully, not only are you connecting with yourself on the most basic level, but you're connecting with others on that same level. Right. I feel like you have to really know the things that bring you joy and pleasure. First, exploring your own body, exploring the ways that we communicate with other people. Like Once you actually know what it is that you enjoy inside and outside the bedroom, you know, whether it's in your genitals or around you, then you can actually learn how to communicate that. So I was going to say, step one, knowing yourself. Knowing and yourself, two, And then two, communicating it or relaying it to the yeah. people involved, mm-hmm. right? Amen. Amen. And then, you know, I really feel like our body, we're just these vessels, right? There's energy all mm. around us. Like we're in it. It's not in us. We're in this beautiful, vast amount of energy. So like you're saying, you know, you're able to connect on a stage because you're feeling that, that the pure joy and crackle, that energy that people are emitting from the joy that they're getting together. And then you're like, you're like swimming in the sea of sensual bliss. And so suddenly you start to become like the funniest man on stage the like when you actually the laughter the joy yeah, because it's joy infectious and, yeah, and when, and when it's done it. and when it is done it's very much of the sexual nature it is very yeah. a connection with those people Life out energy. there yeah totally is sexual energy I, I can throw out all the energy i want if it's not going to be received and reciprocated no. back like love like pleasure mm-hmm. then it's just kind of it will leave my vessel empty right you can always transmute it though into some other flavor like so say that you're having like an unrequited love energy put out kind of thing you're like i love you why don't you love me oh i understand that because i totally have been there but when you are giving someone you are aware of like what they actually want right like so maybe they want to be friends Right. So you can kind of give them a list of things that they are a yes to. And then you can be in that yes together. 
Oh. Right? So, so I so mean, your energy you, you is going the, somewhere. So even though you might not have the relationship that you envisioned, you can have exactly. some relationship exactly. on some, some connection. even plane. Right. And that you connect what with that yes person. To. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Right. I actually ha- I was on a different podcast talking about this, sex and sensuality and creativity. And there's a conversation between a musician, an actress, and myself. And the common thread was that what we call sexual energy it's really just energy it it does it emanates Mm -hmm. from this you know lower place but when you use (laughs) very primal primal yeah but you can actually use this energy to like create incredible experiences around art or music or a job or parenting and i have a talk called ignite your central spark for speaker success for business women mm-hmm. like you know the part that women people identify as women with clitorises who we tamp down this piece of ourselves right this innate part of our being is that energy that's like in us from the day we're born to the day we die that tumescence that turn on and like we have to tamp it down and but that's a that's, that's the part a message that from our is culture. well it's you our know. message from our culture but it is the thing that lights you up like the minute i tamp it down it like dulls the universe and when when we do that we get we are dulling the potential well, for everybody you're, not you're, just you're, feel that okay, they need so to do that one. to make it safe however yes you know hopefully you can create a safe space for you to exist in the universe right. and do business mm, absolutely and i'm not saying when i talk about sexual energy i'm not saying like you're going out and you're humping everybody right, out there right, i'm yeah. talking about like you can really stand expressing, expressing yourself and standing in that place of moving the energy and the pleasure that's actually available to you like right now like i'm feeling all the good feelings right now oh, I'm like, yeah. i feel it too it's coming right back yeah, at you, darling, so. i feel it and i feel how you know we are all connecting in this you know between i'm sure all of us like this energy we're all like Ooh, we're blissed it's very out. kinetic it's very it kinetic. kinetic i can see the sparks flying off yeah. all of us yeah. it's kind of wild but and this is what you want to have in life i think that's actually what creates the space of safety mm-hmm. like i think when you're in this that that's actually your bubble of freedom mm-hmm. right and when somebody's telling you or when you're felt because social norms that you have to hold back restrict yourself not express yourself freely mm-hmm. that's you know the tampering you speak of that's just that's just yeah you're that, holding that, yourself all you're doing back. let's talk about it from mm-hmm. a health standpoint all you're doing is increasing your blood rate you're you're adding to depression and anxiety. Mm. It's not healthy to not to suppress and oppress to, yourself. It's yeah, true. Yeah. It really is. I mean, and not being authentic. You know, that just seems so sad when you have to. I mean, I know we need to make sure that we're safe as beings on this planet, and there's a lot of crazy stuff out there. Hello, but well, I was just gonna say you don't have to be guy, the guy that we just saw at Chase Bank with the the Batman cape on just the headset for the batman cape no clothes on just the batman cape oh, he's yeah. only wearing the yeah batman. he was expressing himself yeah, but you know oh, sorry. he was expressing himself but it was maybe a, a little too much or too little depending on what well, the, the profile I mean, you were on <laughs> i'm sure that that may not be legal and he may get into some trouble welcome to san francisco the, darling i'm pretty sure everything's legal right no it's not. no not anymore no. so for not. the last five yeah. years you i mean can't people be still are anymore. naked on the streets uh-huh. in the castro i see it yeah. regularly and it's great amen brothers and sisters Hallelujah. I, mean, I just wish it were safe for women to walk around naked. I mean, it's a different experience, obviously. You know, I never see naked women on the street, but I see naked men in the Castro all the time. Right. 
even though it's not legal in the city. And it used to be even well, even yeah, during all the legal. all of our different events that we hear for, from everything yeah. from Folsom Street to Pride to everything yeah. else like that. It, yeah, there's it, always that lot, one guy who's naked and he's like touching himself, and you're like, oh, well, the, oh my mother's here. Uh, <laughs> well, things I'm have gotten so commercial. In you front you of go that to guy. Folsom Street Fair, and there's like a, a like two people, a single. Anyway, they'll be pushing a baby in a baby stroller, and you're like, okay. And there's, you know, oh, and they're naked or something. Well, no, no, they're fine. But I mean, there's, you know, like even the oh, one thing you were talking about, people. people. Well, the baby doesn't even know, you know, no. like the baby does not know that's naked. For me, it's always like. Uh, you know, I wouldn't want my... Okay, that's the thing. I just wouldn't want my mom to see that naked guy. And she totally did. And luckily, she was cool about it. But <laughs> I was like, oh my God, could you just not be that naked guy in front of my mom? Like, see, I would have like, been embarrassed at any time, but I would be probably... Like, Dude, come on. What are you doing? But I'm not trying to make that wrong. I just I get was it. feeling very awkward I about it. it. Oh, yeah. I get that. There, there is <laughs> like, something. That's my mom. She's not like a San Francisco person. <laughs> and you don't want to witness your mom doing that. You'd rather hear it from your mom. I don't know. I just want her to be happy, obviously, and have <laughs> good, pleasurable experiences in life. And, and I'm that wouldn't totally be for fine. her? No, no, no. I'm totally fine with her having all the and I want that for her right but you know I just know that she might be a little provoked by naked guy and by naked guy I don't you know like I you'll don't have to look under the critics, like offended the credits by my lifestyle going to events where sometimes there's a naked dude and I see it a lot, even like Folsom Street Fair. You know, you're just talking about someone masturbating. It was at like every half hour they would have exactly. the five guys up on the roof doing their thing. Oh, geez. Right, yeah. And they and would they would like, go yeah. off the timing. And that's good timing. That's some that's synchronized that's like synchronized swimming. Well, I bet it's like energy, right? They're all kind of like building on the energy of each yeah, other. Yeah, it's building up and emitting out, I'll tell you. Right. You well, know, think so about it though. Energy, five guys, you know, touching their cocks or like picking up guns and killing. People. Yeah, exactly. Like, look well, at, look at it in, the, in the perspective. Like, you know, do you want people like killing each other or okay, so coming for what, love? And that's what I say on stage. I, I tell you know, I Buns, host not guns. Not only am I on, you know, as a comedian, I'm also a host of a lot of shows. And, you know, that's what I'll say. Give it up for the other comics, because wouldn't you rather see them up here on stage with a microphone in their hand mm-hmm. instead of on a rooftop with a rifle sniper? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or Amen. in your work. Or whatever. Absolutely. Yeah, I feel like this is, you know, what what we're doing here today, what we're doing here today is like a public service for it people. It is, really. You, you know, know access to pleasure. So much better fun, than the virgins, right? Way. Like, sexually free women. Yeah, I mean. Like, the, so much better than like 72 virgins in The heaven. universe needs sexually okay, emancipated women. Okay, so this means I women. might actually be able to count everywhere. this as some of my community service time. I might be able to exactly. get some of the credit. Absolutely. Yeah. Pleasure-based, okay, health-based, sensual pleasure education with Monica and Lucia. That's right, because it goes around the world, this podcast on iTunes and everywhere else, and we're happy to show you, you know, more love, more consent, more pleasure in this moment, in this reality. You don't even have to go to heaven you can do it now heaven on earth baby amen brothers and sisters peace on earth (laughs) now lucia tell us how we can keep up with everything you do i know that you do o school i do so www.o.school is a pleasure-based sex education website that was started as an answer to what's between Pornhub and Planned Parenthood. You know, there's not a lot of places where you can actually go to get 
true pleasure-based sex education. And Andrea Barica, the CEO and founder, she's like a 30-year-old millennial who sold her first Fortune 500 company in De Niro at 24 years old. But she herself, I'm telling her story because she tells it, she had never actually looked at her own genitals. She didn't even know what was possible in her own body. She's like looking for information. And so what, what does she do? She starts a pleasure-based sex education website and so well, when I, it's not there when it's you know, not there there's yeah you have to do it and so I was so inspired by her even before the website went up I've you know been part of O school for almost four years now three and a half years and then I also have my own business Lucia Pavone so uh, lusciouslovelife.us and I'm on Instagram at, at luscious Lucia Pavone and I teach courses I lead retreats I just led a retreat in Sicily last November called Surrender in Sensual Sicily, where I taught about the seven fluid feminine archetypes and how to use full body orgasm to like move that energy and and embody it in your life every day. And yeah, so Facebook, Lucia Pavone, all those places, just type it in and you'll, I'll pop up. It sounds great. (laughs) Now it sounds like a lot of these things not only are kind of relatable on a sexual level and a health level, but it's also just kind of humanality if you will it's kind of like it's really just kind of connects to everything across the board like you with nature you with Mm. um your surroundings you with your children you with you know we're not just talking about with what is in your reality at that time yes absolutely i mean i'm a mom i have an 18 year old daughter and this has been part of my life for the past at least 16 plus my whole life. I've always been a very sensual person, but for the past 16 years, you know, is when I really dove into my own journey of sexual emancipation, where I started to learn and understand and train my body in pleasure and full body orgasm. And it transcends all, all places and parts of your life. And I have and a, you're rewiring your nervous system with completely. this practice and you can do it. Even if you like, let's say women have chronic pelvic pain and every single single time like anyone tries to touch their vagina it like hurts and what they can do is slowly use the techniques of orgasmic meditation or just pleasurable touch pleasurable massage pleasurable experiences you know connecting with yourself and in being in the moment start touching the parts of you that don't hurt or if touch is too much start by really appreciating the sunset and just really trying to relax into this experience into this moment And you can unlearn and deprogram and rewire your nervous system so that anytime you are open to sexual or sensual or pleasurable touch, you can change your nervous system and change your sensations. So you can have an erogenous zone on the inside of your elbow and you can literally like an architect rewire the the structure of your nervous system with pleasurable touch and continued focused experience and presence in the moment and change the way that your body experiences pleasure. It's kind of rewiring the whole works. Uh-huh. It, it is rewiring. And she's done it for 16 years and so she's like wow I'm so like she can get she can get turned on by you were were you turned on by watching that thing last night? Yeah, I was just sitting Isn't there like great? moving energy like like, in my body. Right, exactly. Sure. And you know, I'm definitely watching it, right? I'm like, "Whoa." 
But I'm like, you know, I'm not experiencing it in the same way because she's got this 16-year practice of orgasmic meditation. Well, uh, I, think some I call it they... just so you know, I call it deliberate embodied orgasm or full body orgasm. And, it's, and it, there's a it, lot of and there's a lot of names and different, you know, whether you practice uh, moving energy in your body through. Like it's other, like yoga. it's yeah, right? it's like meditation. It, well, I was just gonna say when you practice. when some people when you say the words visual stimulation, people mm-hmm. go, "Oh, porn." No, no, no. That that really theater, reaches yeah. from everything from porn to like meditation to positive thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, you were talking about people that you know may have nerve damming and ed- ed- problems with exactly. their body that can't touch themselves. Right, they don't have they genitals. Still they have the an earlobe. Right, exactly. Hit their skin. Yeah, people yeah. go to like you know physical therapy to get their ankles better. It's like, and whenever you do something and train and repeat it enough and like really understand it enough, you're going to get really good at it. So you know, some people are really good at like mountain climbing, and I'm really good at. Surrendering to pleasure. full body orgasm and pleasure. It's just my, that's my thing, you know? <laughs> it's like, I've it's like awesome. 6,000 plus hours of receiving this amount of pleasure. Right. It's like, it's, it's pretty amazing. It's changed her nervous system. Now, right? I want you guys, I want you to give us your Twitter handle and we're going to go around the table, you, you, and you. Absolutely. Uh, and you can get at me at Edgeman Sandy. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry, at Edgeman Sandy 7. Go ahead, Monica. At Sexploration, S E X P L O R A T I O N. So not exploitation but exploration oh it's very key yeah that is my, very key my idea of what is good in the world you know i don't want to exploit i want to explore exploration oh twitter at life underscore luscious lucia pavona you can find me on, on twitter i'm more on instagram well, so then go on the at, gram. at luscious lucia pavone on instagram and on facebook at luscious lucia pavone as well so you can find me on both i'm often on instagram because i used to have a photography business so i love photos and visuals it's a lot of fun Hmm. All right, guys. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to do a little bit of comedy in there. Again, this is a joint podcast of The Edge of Insanity, again with... Sexploration with Monica. There you go. And we'll be back right after this, folks. Thank you, comedian Paul Brumba from The Edge of Insanity. You're listening to Sexploration with Monica. And now here's some comedy from the delightful Margaret Cho, Searching. For her G-spot. Because if I want to have one, it takes a little extra something. You know, I need some things. I need an extension cord. I need some trail mix. And there's stuff that I don't really understand, like the G-spot. The G-spot. There's a spot in there that if you get it just right, it's like, ding, 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 ding. And you win a stuffed animal. You get to go again. And I can't find mine. And people always try to explain to me where it is. Okay, just go in. There's a shell station on your right. Now just... It's past that. You're just going to go up and then in, and then it's towards the front. So you're going up and then in, and then towards the front. Okay, look at it from the side. You're going up and then in and then towards the front. It's right here. So you want to go up and then in. Look, look at it from this side. It's up 
and then in, and then towards the front. Uh, uh, see? It's like this. Like, what? It just sounds like I'm trying to unlock my car door with a coat hanger. Like... I'm just gonna call AAA. <laughs> Fucking where is it? I've been looking. I logged onto MapQuest and everything. <laughs> it is not in there. And I don't understand. I don't have a lot of area to cover. I don't have some kind of cavernous pussy. <laughs> that I've got a spelunk in <laughs> with a helmet with a light on it bringing a canary down in there with me. <laughs> Fucking where is it? If there's a woman here who has one, please show me where it is. I will follow you in my car. Because I'm starting to think that it doesn't exist. I think the G stands for gotcha, made you look. All right, we're back here live in studio. We're looking for those phone calls. That's right. We look for it on Instagram. We want to talk to you. I don't know if I want to talk to you. No, I I'm going to look over to, to the educated people in the room. Or you maybe, want help finding your G-spot? We well, can I was just going to say, it. if you just need a little uh, yeah. direction to the Shell gas station. Well, it's up and to your left. I mean, she's not wrong. She was talking about, like, really how to find the G-spot. up on the ceiling of the vagina. So when you're laying on the back, on your back, it's kind of up on, on the ceiling. And you want to put reasonably firm pressure on the, the ceiling of the vagina. And you want to go to either side because it might be on your left or it might be on the right. You know, and it's just about what feels good to you. And sometimes it does feel a little bit like you have to pee because you're pressing your female prostate and it gets engorged with fluid, but it's not pee. So if you feel like you need to pee, that's actually good. And it's just G-spot stimulation feels like a lot of different stuff. And it's nice to have clitoral stimulation with the G-spot stimulation so it doesn't get too, like... Ouchie. And you want that blended sensation, in my experience. What do you think, Lucia? So there's some soft tissue that has some glands, but really you're getting these pressure-sensitive nerve endings right behind there. And when we talk about clitoral stimulation, there's the glands, right? But you're also, when you're in, in the interior of the vagina, there's no pressure-sensitive nerve endings. You're actually stroking 
underneath. Like if you can imagine, these are the bulbs. They're like behind the, um, you know, the outer labia, and then the the cura, the legs of the clitoris. They're actually wrapped around the vagina. So when you're stroking in here, you're actually like rubbing. You're like going on going each under side on each of those side. bulbs. Right. And so you're, but you're, there is a female. Prostate. I, I, there is I a have, female prostate. Put, I, there is the. Bartholone's glands is that what it's yeah. called? It like is that. very it's very sensitive and it's like right near your close to your urethra and there's a lot of there's a lot of action going on there there's a lot of sensation but ultimately like some people do like urethral sounding like they actually put a slender metal rod inside of their urethra and apparently oh. it does feel like G-spot stimulation it, it, and they find like, it like really pleasurable no, I think it's like a really slender rod with a tapered tip. Uh-huh. Yeah, maybe like um, a skewer, a barbecue yeah. skewer, oh, like a really slender, smooth one. Whatever, <laughs> just make sure that it, that it? you've like cleaned, you know, it, thoroughly. cleaned it thoroughly yeah, you don't <laughs> because you don't want infections. In just a little tip is just use just like the, the tip. tip. <laughs> a little tip is just a little tip. Like about a knuckle in. So a lot of people are trying, you know, a lot of fingers will go into a vagina and they're like, I got to get to the G spot way back there. But it's, it's not in the front. It's in the front. It's, it's about actually, three inches in, you know, and you can just hook in like a knuckle or two at the most. And if you hook in and slowly, gently stroke it, you don't need a lot of pressure for it to feel good. And I, you know, the, the thing is before you even insert anything in into a vagina, you want it. You want to make sure that it's engorged in the best way, easiest way to have that. You know, taken care of is to have a lot of fun, a lot of kissing, exterior stimulation of, of the clitoris, and those are sex acts in themselves. Good, good sound effect. They're really that. like you can have those be your sex act too, because there's so much pleasure in that before we actually have you. Yeah, know, make out. Like, where does that? Making out in a car, like that's the best. They're all sex acts, you know. Exactly. We're we're conditioned. Foreplay is not pausing Netflix, folks. No, you know, foreplay. <laughs> you know, I I feel like I want to support the change of the full range of vocabulary here. Like we think of this as before sex. Well, who dis- we've normalized penis and vagina as the sex act, which you know, when right. one in four women are maybe having a climax through penetration of any sort, it's yeah, kind maybe, of like or stop. Maybe- not in your head, by the way. It's one of these things where, like, okay, so this is a procreation. You know, this is like a natural, instinctual thing to procreate biologically. But when it comes to pleasure, when it comes to really yummy, sensual expression of your sexuality, most people who identify as women with clitorises, they have to have exterior clitoral gland stimulation or at least some form of other touch rather than just sticking. So oral is often the, penis the way then. women will have an orgasm. Yeah, people will climax through oral sex. The thing is, you know, I love oral, please, I love getting my pussy eaten. Oh, yummy, yummy, yummy. And I really like to talk during like And it's sex. 100% gluten-free, it calorie-free. <laughs> you know, there are some pro- there are some, <laughs> there No are- bloating, no bloating. That's right. Order now 415-550-0511. You can get it but sex. That's yes. right. If you order free. now, you That's get so this. Wonderful about it, right? I'm sorry, go ahead, yeah. Lucia. You, no, you're, am I red? <laughs> Did I just tell everybody that I love to get my pussy? <laughs> well, it's true, and that's it's okay. true. It's okay. It's I, okay. I love it all. What was I saying? Okay. 
See, the so, foreplay's working. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I think so. Flushed. You know, the best foreplay is like starting to think about it. Like when you think, you're, if you close your eyes, just close your, do this with me, everybody out there. Close your eyes for a second. Now start thinking about like, you know, what it feels like to have your hands on your pussy or your cock. You can start feeling it. I feel the tingles. I'm like, oh, just by thinking of it. See, that's the training working so for her. It's faster. Yummy. It's like you can start to like, <laughs> like whoosh, appreciate like it, right? Lighting a match. Yeah, if we yeah. have to go into a musical break, all of a sudden you it's understand why. I'm a little warm. <laughs> and you know what? If I think it, you can think it too because we're all together in this like nice little energy field. That's right. why you know people are like, oh, I don't understand why he's looking at me. It's like, well, if you're thinking about all these good feelings, you know, people are going to notice you, right? People are going to like notice you. It doesn't mean that it gives them the right to like come up to you grab by the you. way uh, and grab you, you grab you yeah but you know Ask before you touch yeah i mean we're not really taught about the nuances and finessing conversation so that's where i mean along with all this training and talking about pleasure and sexuality pleasure-based sexuality i think the the biggest part of what i teach is how to communicate like mm -hmm. that is such we don't the touching a cat metaphor no tell me like how you pet a cat is how you would make sure that when you're reaching out to touch someone you know how like if you reach out to pet a cat and the cat is all like puts its ears back and kind of backs away from you the cat is like please don't touch me like yeah. cats can't use their words to say yes I would like to be petted or not it's kitty so body language they have yeah exactly so kitty body language so you have to like read into the body language of the person that you're touching and you could always reach out to them and you know pick a spot that's easier like the shoulders are usually like an easier place for touch and you reach out and be near their skin but then don't actually touch them and then you can see if they move into your touch or they move away from your touch, then they're not ready, right? Like, so it's very easy to read someone's body language, even if, you know, something about the moment isn't right for using your words. Oftentimes, using your words is going to be the best way because it's mm -hmm. awesome to use your words. Right. And also, the more practiced you get at using your words, woo! Since being a host of Sexploration with Monica, I have gotten so good at using my words and using all of the little descriptors like vulva and arousal. I can really use my traffic cones and like, well, direct uh, well, my lovers in a new way. It's well, like, and you seem to, we've talked about this before when we were talking about consent on different shows. We've talked about how you have to visually or even verbally guide your lover. Yeah. And and you have to reward them. Yeah. You Give can't say, oh, no, feedback. that doesn't oh, feel right. Do, that feels so good when, when you're you doing When you do this, but I would it, really right, like yeah. it if you... Oh, yeah, and it feels, ooh, that feels even better now that you've taken my suggestion and gone with it. And I'm like, ooh, that's totally working. There, you yeah, there's that back to them. There is. There's a way that even in, it's called the training cycle. Mm -hmm. It's very, very it's beautiful. Loop. It's like the waltz of pleasure. It's exactly. like, you know, find your partner right. Give them a test that they can win at and then thank them. Even if they say no, you know, it's like, oh, 
Paul. Thank you for hearing Thank my note. Thank you for having me on the show. It's yeah. so gratifying to be in connection with you all. Yeah, and there's a good well, answer. It's not that me. parking can I, you know, sucked. Can, can I come, Where were you? Would you come over here and give me a hug? <laughs> oh, right. absolutely. And thank you. If someone's Thank a no you. to you, you can say thank, thank you for you. taking care yes, of yourself. Exactly. Thank you. Know, or thank I don't you feel comfortable with boundaries. that. Exactly. exactly. It's thank not you about you. If yourself. somebody says no, it's it's exactly. like it's not about them. You. It's not about you. It's about them. You've gotten your answer, and that's the beauty: is that somebody's you've actually been successful in communicating and receiving the answer. Absolutely. And that is the beauty of the dance of of pleasure: is that it's all good. Like it, it you know that you're, you're not going to win. It's yeah, the you're going to win. Exactly. You're going to win because if somebody says no, then you're like, oh, okay. It might be a yes to something else. Right. Exactly. So that you can always it, find out what that is. You know, would you be a yes to going on a walk? Would you be a yes to a handshake or a hug? Mm-hmm. You know, maybe sex isn't the, it's not the end game, right? It's, it's like not, it's, just a game. It's not yeah. even a start game. Exactly. It's not even a start game. I think we're conditioned that. To, just the, a fun game. The <laughs> highest, right. The highest form of connection somehow is like the end goal of the climax or the end right. goal of Orgasm, the penis in the vagina. Right. Yeah. And it's like, oh my goodness, the ride, the so ride. Yeah. It's like, that is the part where you're like, yes. Well, see, so and, and I know that we are moment. really, that's yeah. where you two really have your forte, and that's where you put your tent up. That's where you call home, if you will, um, yeah. is the sexual thing. But it, it, like you said, sometimes it's connecting on a very different level in the beginning. And it's, well, you have to learn who someone is well, and really connect right? with them. Right. right. Everybody's connect with so them. different. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And and no two people, even though you go, wow, we're so similar, you yeah. find out through a relationship. We both like cheese. Yeah, we are totally different right. in a lot of ways. And and yeah. even though we agree on these fundamentals, wow, we are mm-hmm. just way out in left field on these others. This is where your sensuality comes into play, though, Paul. This is like when you're connecting with somebody, if you're willing to slow down like you would before you have an orgasm, if you're willing to slow down and, and notice in the moment, you can actually translate that through sensuality to getting to know somebody. And and the slower you are and willing, the more willing you are to actually put your attention on the other person. Yeah, be aware. And be aware. It's not a race to the finish? It's not yeah. a race to the finish. Really? And that's... In, okay. And, you're and willing, we're not even talking about tantric sex. No, we're just no, talking, we're talking about, about enjoying about the like, moment. Enjoying the moment. And hoping that the other person's going to yeah, enjoy the moment. Yeah, this could you know, be a coffee date. Yeah, it's it's so, so gratifying to actually notice another human being. And yeah. like, you can actually get so much pleasure from putting your attention on, you know, just like you would your cat you know like their eyes their face their eyes yeah. their face and you don't even have what to touch them what they're saying right you, oh I get it all the time people go you have the greatest voice and it's yeah, like yeah oh, exactly yeah. then you gotta put the body to it but that's another story uh, <laughs> you're beautiful but what I'm saying is there's, there's always something that draws you in mm-hmm. right so. exactly and there's always beauty in every person you know and I think that we just have to take the time to notice who we're sitting across from and it doesn't have to be a about what we're trying to get out of the relationship or whatever. But if we really accept people across from us and really like understand what they want, who they are, try to be with their authentic self, like we're going to make a connection with them and, and succeed with them and have healthier, happier relationships. Yeah, I agree. We're not really taught in 
you know, there's no manual when we're born on how to have relationships. And usually our experiences and how we learn are through like our parents or our friends or going on to Pornhub. Those are somebody else's experiences. They're, they influence right. us. But, you know, there are places that, that can really teach you. And there are people, I mean... I work with many couples on how to like interact with each other and communicate because when at the end of the day, what it comes down to, like a, a great sex life is really about how willing you are to tell the truth in the moment without anger and communicate the things that you are desiring to have and really tell the truth about them. You're blocking the pathway to intimacy when you're unwilling to actually say what it is. Like even the, you know, the hard, yeah, yeah, the, the things that you are scared about, like on the edge, the, you know, the, the, the taboo things like, I really want you to. I'm afraid of telling you how I want to be touched because I don't want you to judge me for being too sexual. Everybody has their fantasies and it, it, it can be just a fantasy. Absolutely. Right. You know, there's um, I have a, an event that I'm producing called Too Much Woman San Francisco. Women in general are often told that they're too much of something. And in their too muchness, they too start too bossy, too loud, too, loud, mm-hmm. too Tamper critical. Tamper it down, girl. Too big. Yes. And so we start to come in and then we're like, Shrink. oh. And we smile, you know, and lose weight, lose and weight, get smaller, do this, and get smaller, talk less. And, and we're told this our entire lives. Even the most quiet women are told that they're too shy. Uh, you know, so you're th- still th- doing it is, wrong. Yeah. You're still doing it wrong. It doesn't wrong, really yeah. matter. For me, as a woman, a strong woman leader in community, like I look at myself as a leader, as a mother, a leader in community, a master in sexual pleasure, sensual pleasure. I don't think there's a real platform for people to understand what it takes to be an incredible leader in our culture these days, especially if you're a woman. And people like Monica and Sexploration like, are v- crucial, crucial to our communities. They are our foot soldiers to get this information Absolutely. out. I honor your beauty as well. Thank you. Woo! It's Women leaders, yeah! It is a coalition of, 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 of just awareness. Women. Right? Woo! And you know, we yeah. and to take it to another level, I know we talk a lot about women, men, women, men, very heterosexual yeah, conversation. Not, I yeah. want to just say, we're very it's like, fluid, right? we're, you know, right. I'm very fluid in my own sexuality. And I, I, I say woman from the sense of how I identify, but all of us really, we all have a right to pleasure. All of us. It yeah, doesn't and matter gender how expression, gender expression. Right? And I think what I'm about really is about how can we actually break down the, the paradox of how women's roles are supposed to be in gen- our gender expression at work. You know, we're supposed to act like this linear Getting go, 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 box. go. And yeah. that's personally not how my body works. Like I don't, it's not linear. It's like, oh, it's, it's very flowy. And it's actually that source of creative juices. And you hear how women in businesses and offices, when they actually are excited and they're super creative, they like are natural born multitasking leaders. Cause that is literally how their brains are wired. People identify as women with that kind of structure and hormones, but we're all able to tap into that. Like it doesn't matter who you yeah, are. We all have we male all energy have all and female energy. All of it. And anything in between. I have yeah. a, 
there's a full range if if you don't see just you know masculine feminine there's this full it's like mother mary or the magdalena it's like that there's like a spectrum of fluidity in the range and so you know too much woman sf is an event that's coming up june 8th at the alcazar theater on gary street there was this woman gina hatsis from oh, I toronto she's amazing she's so cool she went viral on goldcast her video dangerous woman and yeah, i was just gonna say check a, that out it's what check, it's hashtag yeah, too much woman right too much woman and she started overnight literally women were phoning her for or messaging her from around the world so the too I much the woman movement yeah. yes it was amazing and I reached out to her we became really good friends and so she's coming to San Francisco she's our keynote speaker Andrew Barica who is the CEO of O School Gina Renee who is a recording artist uh, in Santa Cruz and she had a hit sex positive sex positive songs and you know beautiful connection and of course me Lucia Pavone I'm going to be speaking about pleasure and how to use that for being an incredible woman leader we're going to have a panel there's Sunday workshops, there's uh, a panel, and it's a you know connection for women and a freaking fiesta night. Let's not forget that. There's fiesta. <laughs> and we have you know great... Um, Don't forget the fiesta. Yeah, great band coming in <laughs> and our sound engineer, Valentino Peeps. We're just like... Celebrating female celebrating, power. Yeah, and we're going to have... And being too much. <laughs> Woo! Being too much is super important in this world. And when you bring it all together, it's going to be a party. I mean... Seriously, we have a postalist from Santa Cruz S Factor coming in, getting up on the pole. Now, what date again is this? And, and how do we and how do we get tickets up on the June. pole? Wait, hold on. Now you got me all sidetracked. I'm all visualizing. Hold on. So I think it's a. It's I'm a, celebrating it's the a woman. Con- hold on. It's a conference like no other for women leaders who really want a different way, a different you know, breaking down the the gender paradox of how we're supposed to be in leadership, and that we can actually be playful and fun when we come together to share ideas. June 8th, Alcazar Theater. Too much woman on Eventbrite. We'll post a link, I guess, in the notes. But you can go to Eventbrite and type in Too Much Woman San Francisco, and you can buy tickets on that way you can also go to my website www.lusciouslovelife.us and there'll be a link to too much woman sf in there and also on facebook at luscious lucia pavone there'll be a, a link to the event and I'll definitely post it on yeah. sexplorationwithmonica.com yeah, and all the This is the it's, it's, it's epic. It's going to be an epic. Yeah. You know, you'll be able to you'll want to be down on Gary blast Street. It. Yeah. Well, be, I was going to say I know that the the Edge crew will be there representing in some way. Yeah, so absolutely. we'll be out there with you. Yeah, you know, we we want to say it's like uh, people who identify as men, we really appreciate the um mm-hmm. the allies and if you are somebody who identifies as a man and wants to support, we actually have sponsorship levels for people who identify as men to buy tickets for women. Right. Right on. And so it's like if you want to support somebody in business, a leader, leader buy their ticket, sponsor the event. That's the way to support Talking about us. instant gratification, yeah, right? feeling it right now give, in the moment, right there. You just click that button and it feels oh. good. That's like, yeah. Yes. I, that just made me wet. Uh, well, <laughs> man, I told you I was going to have to take that break. All right, guys, this is what we're doing. We're taking a little bit of a musical break. Once again, we have Lucia uh, Pavone with us, as well as Monica Monica Thomas Thomas from sexplorationwithmonica.com. There you go. And we'll be back after this with the weirdest, craziest 420 shout out you'll probably hear in the last five years. All right. Back with Patrick Carlin. We'll be back after this break, guys.
You are listening to Sexploration with Monica and... The Edge of Insanity with Paul Brumbaugh and the Edge Crew. Hey, we're back. You know what time it is. It is 424 on the right coast, and as far as I'm concerned, it's 424 on the left coast. That would be 420 somewhere. That would be 420 somewhere. That's right. And joining us, usually live from WDST in upstate New York, but right now he's chilling out somewhere in the deep, deep woods. Patrick Carlin. At I'm the so old, excited. At the Old Stoner Cafe. That's right. Patrick Carlin. What's up? How you doing? Oh, man. I'm telling you, Monica with sex education, and who's the lady with pleasure? Lucia. Lucia, Lucia Pavone. Monica and Lucia. Sex and pleasure. And who was that doing that great Baker Street? That's Jerry Rafferty. That goes back to 78, and that's another oldie but goodie just like myself. So there you go. <laughs> oh, there you yeah, go. we were just talking okay. about that, like sex and pleasure after a certain age like yeah our culture like really thinks of elders as people with no sexuality but i really think we're tapping into new ways of moving forward in our culture and not being ageist and really believe that you can be a beautiful authentic pleasured maybe not sexual person but a pleasured person at any age from birth to death you still have your sexuality and your ability to experience pleasure and we should honor that in every one. And certainly it does come with a little bit of a public health issue. There's actually a public health crisis among guys and women at the old folks home because they're not <laughs> using protection, but they're still having sex, right? Highest rate of STIs our new STI detection is in people over 70. Well, I was right. just going to go, well, I was just going to say the it's free love 70s, but sex, we're not talking right. about the 1970s. Yeah, exactly. We're talking about in their 70s. Yeah, nobody cares. Uh, After 70, everybody's like, we just want to get some. Wow, yeah. Everybody's an individual. And you they know. want connection and are, love and pleasure. Yeah, yeah, we all deserve it. Yeah. I'm There's curious where... people who don't want sex whatsoever after 50 or 60. Well, I think yeah, it, it I mean, evolves, right? It changes. Because I know sex in my 50s is not sex in my 20s. It wasn't yeah, sex in my I mean, 30s either. It it's just have different. To be individual, sex, man. right? If, if you just can cuddles get it up, and connection. Uh, if it jumps up there, then it's looking for somewhere to go, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's well, definitely there's that. There's always a way you can interpret your biological experiences, sure. Oh, yeah. You know, but I don't think they we all get to mess. Yes. I was, I was kicked out of a party in first grade because I, I was caught in the bathroom with a little girl. And we each had our parts out, and when they came in the door, I was saying, let's make them kiss. Oh. <laughs> wow. Some first See, he was the first innovator of sex education as well as pleasure Sometimes education right there. Like, yeah. But I wasn't using, you know, I didn't have... I didn't have any sheets or condoms or nothing. Sure. But I got to tell you, man, in the in the days of running around just trying to fuck everything you could find, which was a great era, you know, your life is divided into chapters. And uh, that era from about like 12 or 13 un- until, uh, I don't 80. know, whenever it runs out. <laughs> Um, I'll let you know when that happens. I know, I was going to say, it doesn't ever end. And, you know. It doesn't have to, man. It I mean, doesn't. I, I see. Uh, I see a I see a chick's parts and I I want to get after them. And, uh, <laughs> so there's that there's definitely that animal I'm not, I'm uh, not instinct. A polished guy. I was never an aristocrat or none of that shit. Generally, girls knew what the fuck I was after and stayed the hell away from me. 
<laughs> well, I think definitely people gravitate towards each other. They definitely find each other in, in some sort of communication. We were talking about body language. We were talking about direct verbal communication. We were talking about consent and and also being able and expressing to expressing your desires, expressing well, knowing yourself, then expressing those yeah. desires in a in a oh, truthful and honest way. Right, and being open to what the other person wants. How a chick is handling a highball glass. You can get an idea of what body language. Yeah, yeah, that's you know. Am I right, girls? Yeah, you know, you're absolutely right. Sure. Like when you notice, I'm like really what, sure. how a woman is like touching a glass or how her yeah. moves are. That you know, noticing the subtleties of of another person is is a very that sensual, aware yes. part of like how we exist with each other, and it's actually part Good of the fun. You. It's part of the fun that leads up to like more fun. So yeah, you're right on. You know, it's oh and, yeah. I believe in that. Uh, that's why dancing is a great thing. Yes. It's a uh-huh. great way to find out, you know, what's happening. And move your and, body uh, and have fun, you know? Yeah. I like the old bars. Not the ones where you go to go ape shit, but when they were like neighborhood bars and, mm. and shit like that. Yeah, you can and have a play game of pool. And the clustered down in a couple of booths, you know. And the guys that ease on down there and have a couple, you know. Well, uh, they, they think that nowadays, they think that because we have these devices in our hands that we're being more intimate by swiping to the left or swiping to the right. No, but that's not But just imagine if we had to take any of these millennials or centennials back in a time machine to ask a girl across the room that they might be attracted <laughs> to to dance. Oh, yeah, they'd love it. It would just be a whole yeah. different thing, wouldn't you know, it? It's probably different. As, you know, I, I'm a mother of an 18-year-old, and what I want to say is that these younger people are incredibly sophisticated. They actually, oh, yeah. I think good they got their you. shit together way better than I ever freaking had my shit together. Good and I mean, just for you, yeah. You know, it's like as a mom of an 18-year-old, I see her finessing like communication and relationships like a champ and I mean I know part of that's like how we've raised her a little bit but there is something to be said with the relationships they're forming and and yeah there's technology but I don't want people who are millennials out there you know thinking that we don't have a millennial in this room right now and you know (laughs) stick up for yourself so Brandon's here digital natives there's there's good things about it too right Brandon has a look like he's watching a train wreck happen what's going on Brandon talk to us now he's turning red look at them, no. Folks. no, there's a lot of pluses for that. I mean, you can get right down to it and get off of all that bullshit. And you know that you're dialing up or testing or whatever it is you do there with someone who wants to come across, not a cock teaser. Uh, <laughs> you get some, you know, they look at it. Up do all that flirty, flirty shit, but when it's time to drop their fucking knickers and shit, they don't want to hear about it. <laughs> See, you have a really okay, unique so way of expressing yourself, yeah. and I really there appreciate you that about you, no, Patrick. And, I think, and, and so part of it, I think, is generational, but then the yeah. other part of it, I think, is also just, yeah, exactly, he perspective. Really not cut the crap. Okay, yeah. so, no, yeah, well, no, you don't cut the crap. That's one thing. He doesn't pull any punches, but, I mean, that's true. I mean, on a very basic level, I agree with Patrick because... Again, it's like you ladies have been saying that you should be able to communicate with somebody. And if you're being open and honest, not only with yourself, but with the person that you're looking at or in front of, then then we should both be on the same page. There shouldn't be any surprises. 
That's right. And if there is, right. you know, you don't need a safe word. Just the stops. No. Yeah, yeah. I dig it, man. <laughs> or I'm not into that. You got the wrong motherfucker. <laughs> you know, this, As Patrick would say. It, it's true. You know, it's done in front. It's right. true. You know, done in fucking front, man. You know, hi, I'm Patrick, and I'm a crude motherfucker. And, uh, <laughs> hi, Patrick. I would rather have somebody say to me, hi, I'm a crude motherfucker, than fuck around with me. You know, it's And like, be all honest or, and nice, or not honest, or, or, but all heidi-tight. Yeah, yeah, be something that they that are not, not so when authentically. You, when, yeah, yes. when, you, oh. when you show up as yourself, you know, we know it. We, we know we got the game. And, you know, as a, as a woman in my mid-40s, it's like I, I understand, like, the I kind of feel like I'm in the middle of between like you know the this one generation that is like well we just like we understood each other and none of this you know me too stuff and mm. you just get, went down to, I mean but the roles of women are changing and here's the thing like yeah. you know our voices really really tamped down in the 40s and 50s and 60s and it's really uh, you know w- women were like taking like de- antidepressants and yeah. suppressing they their pleasure well, they, they themselves were, they were actually their day they were hospitalized oh. for hysteria yeah. opioids I know, and hysteria is yeah. bullshit basically hysteria yeah. is like being turned on it's like yeah. we have sexual desires we have sensual desires and like when when you're tamping that natural part down and, right. and suddenly you're in, in a a different world where there's like you know uh, social media and you're seeing all these different pieces it's yeah, like the roles of yeah. women are still by cultural standards the same like we are Good still we're still moms we're still wives we're still this we're still yeah. supposed to be this the thing that, and we're, we're supposed to work we're supposed to do it all and we're quite honestly it's fucking exhausting i am it's, it's like it's i am so job. tired of that like all doing it all well i wanted to go back to hysterical paroxysms oh, for a second yeah. because that used to be the medical name for orgasm they didn't know that women had orgasms back in the uh, like turn of the century yeah well and they just didn't research they were totally unaware they hadn't thought of it because they didn't see jizz come out of a woman's penis so she must not right. be having an orgasm orgasm and so um they would they had this so hysteria this condition of hysteria is like Uh. to feminine and you know like hysterectomy is like removing a woman's lady parts right and so it's just the hysterical paroxysm like hysteria like that whole word is based in misogyny and is about removing feminine beliefs exactly and women have a right to have orgasms and it it's not a hysteria it's not her hysterical paroxysm i just i just think that's so funny that that was our word for Not orgasm only do they have a right to have orgasms they Amen. have a fucking right they have a right to demand a fucking and were, orgasm woo! and so wait hold on so be on my ass for about 30 seconds and blow your wad and then go back drinking with the fucking guys i know what is that <laughs> so the reason that but happens hold on. can i ask you can i ask you this though is that maybe we're women's sexual behavior tampering started is then because not only were they told that they're crazy and that they shot but probably even before that but they started actually back in the early 1900s you would see ads in the newspaper for different Mm -hmm. drugs like cocaine and heroin and and different stuff and and it wasn't that kind of vibrators every now and then but okay so that that's the better side of it okay if you're going to treat that situation, right. treat it with a vibrator, not sure. a pill. Sure. Or a drug, right? Yeah. Don't sedate them. 
medical textbooks actually took the clitoris out of the anatomy. Oh, really? They books. just wouldn't have it in there? Up until, the, like, for years, the clitoris wasn't yeah. even in there because it was looked at. Freud said that it was, uh, oh, it was uh, like vaginal mature. orgasms right. yeah, were the superior one. the mature mm-hmm. orgasm, and clitoral yeah. orgasm oh. was immature. And so what was happening... You know, it's hard to have was, a um, vaginal orgasm. I know. So, believe me, take it for me. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, you have the clitoris in its entirety. It's like the clitoris is more than just the exterior. You know, it's this huge. It's this. Well, we were just talking about the G spot. You're right, not. You're not even. You're not even in your first mo- knuckle. Right. Most of the structure of the clitoris is internal. And did you know that we put a man on the moon before we actually understood the full structure of the clitoris in 1990, <laughs> we 1998 wow. is when. <laughs> when the actual full structure and there's as much one small lick for mankind right that's That's right right. there's as much erectile tissue in a clitoris as there is in a penis yeah and and it engorges like a penis except most of it's inside but nobody nobody tells you that nobody says you can work it out it's like a tiny dick man it is right hello it's actually big it is it's big it's actually inside I have a you know clits come in all shapes and sizes. That's right. It goes like all the way back to your, your clitoris goes all the way back to your spine. And mine's just yeah. a very large clitoris. That's right. <laughs> you know That's what? Right. It, you're actually it's right. Because, analogo- because analogous. Yeah, because when we're in utero, everybody has the exact same tissue right. and, and the penis doesn't actually form until and it forms the form after, the so we all yes. have clitoris. Are you trying to tell me? I, I, yes, you are right. You that thing's totally like, right. That, that thing's like the stem on the end of an avocado. It just pops off before you eat it. I don't get it. <laughs> I, wait, I want to go back to the millennial conversation okay, let's do that. because I'm yeah. feeling it. I'm feeling like we need to add in a little bit of... And I want to get you guys yes. some real timing. We are going to be done in about 10 minutes before we play a spot by uh, George Carlin. So oh. go ahead. Go, girl, go. Millennial sex. Are yeah. you having it? Do you guys have sex? Seriously, because well, I heard that the millennials I mean, are like hook the up, ha- hookups. Hook up culture. How oh, is that's that right. working? Swipe right. Are you swiping yeah. right? What do you huh? do? You swipe right. Well, uh, we don't have to talk about your sex. Are your friends swiping right? You can like. So okay. So hold on. A, He's a really on. He is on sexual. Uh, so okay. I know Brandon very well. He is on dating apps. He is swiping right and left. But he's really I don't want to out him there too not only are you gay but he's he's pretty celibate is that true? Well, it's a lot of um, But 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 he's looking for the right guy. He's not going to just yeah, slip into a relationship. People Tell us about you. Yeah, please. Yeah, and, and, and I'll leave the room. You. Here, I'll we leave wanna, the room and I'll leave the country. Hold safe. on. Yeah. yeah. We want to create a. I'm curious. I mean, like, or you could talk about your friends rather than your own personal experiences. But what do you think millennials yeah. are experiencing in the dating and relationship um, arena? Like, how is it to connect like, these days? How do you do it with real people? How do you do it? Yeah. I mean, where do you meet people? Where do you, and not you, but like any millennial, where um, do people meet people these days? Sometimes, sometimes all of it's online because like, people are kind of shy to meet in pe- meet in person. Mm-hmm. And then after like a couple times they talk online, they actually end up meeting in person, and then they j- just do any. Uh, they ghost friend, each friend other. Ghosting is a thing. Yeah. <laughs> How do you um, when you meet in person? Do you feel like you there's a lack in how people? 
you know, there's commu- honesty. Well, there's different or ways connection. to c- connection. There's different ways to communicate. But what I've noticed is that oftentimes there's like the nuances, the subtleties of like noticing somebody else mm-hmm. and being in connection isn't always there because there's not as much physical connection time. So right. how do you go about that? Do you feel that that's true or do you feel like... Um, well, I usually like talking to them for a while to like actually meet them. And then after I meet them, it's like the same thing as they were online. Mm-hmm. So you feel the chemistry, yeah, chemistry between yeah. you the same when you meet them in, in real person. That's good. That's yeah. a good rewarding. That's a good reward. Yeah. Because uh, sometimes it's not like that. Yeah. Like sometimes someone's online persona can be really different than what you're experiencing in real life. And the dissonance yeah. between that can be really a shock. Now, let me refer you to seven seasons of Catfish. But anyway, oh. so go on. Oh, the show I Catfish, yeah. where people misrepresent who they are. Oh, they're catfishing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, I haven't they, heard about they, that. They represent so people and- that is so fucking lame. <laughs> That's right. It is lame. I, I love it when they get found out. Totes lame. Like, at some party, acting like he's big uh, shit. Oh, they bring the cameras to the house and bring them on the porch and they pointed at the person they go wait hold on you're not Robert Redford you're his dog it's the worst <laughs> those people are pathetic they right. you know it's trail, just man. really sad that you're so insecure that you can't even be your authentic self like why would you Isn't try to awful? trick people mm-hmm. it's well, just not yeah. going to work like once you meet them you're not going to be able to pull off the charade so why do you do it in the first place good it's, for you it's not logical it's insecure yeah it's oh, sad it's wonderful to hear you say that. So, Absolutely. So now, Brandon, how do you able to meet people if it's not online through that? How do you meet them in the real world? How does that happen? Um, if you like, don't mind me asking. Like, what do you mean? Socialize with people outside of, let's say, your work or your school or whatever you uh, may do. I have a lot of friends that I hang out with outside of work and school. And but that. is it a closed click or do you meet people? Do you go out dancing? We used to go out in the well, 80s. We would go dancing. We'd go roller skating. Yeah, roller skating. Seventies, we'd sure. go cruising down the El Camino with our cars. Yeah, and well, that's where I kind of kind of relate to, to, to I Patrick. I don't have that many friends. I just hang out with everyone separately. I don't have a lot of friends to hang out with, so I just hang out with them as, as when I'm available. Like, oh, you I mean one on one? So you do a lot more one on one connecting than like hanging like out with yeah. a group. I mean, sometimes there sense. is a group that comes, but it's just like when they're all available. Sometimes you have a different schedule. Sure. All right, guys, we're getting about four minutes away from it. I want to make sure we go around it and represent what we're doing here today. I want to appreciate everybody for tuning in here. Again, you know where to get us as far as my stuff. We've already recited that at the beginning of the show. But uh, Lucia. Sexplorationwithmonica.com. Monica Thomas here. And Lucia. Lucia Pavone. You can find me on Instagram at LusciousLuciaPavone. Also, www.LusciousLoveLife.us. And on Facebook at luscious lucia pavone as well and i am a sex educator sex coach pleasure instigator i primarily work with people identify as women but i work with couples too on really understanding their sensuality and really cutting back from all the bullshit limiting beliefs that hold us back from like having sex lives that we uh, that are worth love and are worth bragging about and you know such a um i'm grateful that i get to be on shows like this because you know our sensuality is not limited to the bedroom it's like it's inside and outside the bedrooms like when we start to tap you know our senses um, in, in the moment, in the moment, yeah. and living, nice it's thought. like I like that. That's it's a like, nice thought. It's like being a comedian, right? It's like you have to understand the subtleties of humor, and like when you yeah. hit, when you and hit the right, connecting to your audience, connecting to your audience, yeah. and when you. 
when you tap into that sweet spot, it's like it enhances everything else. And getting like, people to laugh. laugh. Yeah. yeah. It's like in, in how you move and how you notice. And when you are really tapped in energetically on, on that level through, you know, listening and smelling and yeah. all the things come in, it's like, imagine that outside the bedroom and then inside the bedroom. It's like, yeah, you know, well, this you is know a new world. Like, it's like if you would say, and I just thought of this, there's a time for fucking around and there's a time for fucking. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. It kind of boils it down, doesn't it, Patrick? Oh, I love it, man. I love fucking. I always have. <laughs> and I love sex, and I love looking at girls' pussies and tits and shit. I'm just a sexual motherfucker, and uh, that's it. <laughs> well, there you go. And we want to we want to thank so you great. because yeah. it, it, you know it's really fun. You to, paved the way it's for us. Really, really fun. Yeah, that's Literally. Right. That's true. I mean, it gives people permission, <laughs> you know, especially hearing that from somebody. I, I mean, how old are you? I'm 87 for Christ. You sake. are. Oh. You. Yeah. Power oh, yeah. to the pussy. Hello. Oh yeah. Uh, you bet your ass, man. <laughs> and uh, you know, I see these ads for ED and all that shit. And I say, right on, motherfucker, but uh, not me. Uh, yeah. Getting up there on its own, then it don't want to get fucked. There you go. Well, you have to listen to your body also, you know, make sure that your blood pressure's all good. But still, yeah. you know, also, you don't have to just have sex with your penis. You can have sex oh, with no. your hands. You've got 10 erections all the time. <laughs> Monica, I love you. Yes. Your fingers like. nothing wrong with hand work, man. That's right. The is full of it. That's right. And just be aware of what your body is ready for. And it doesn't have to be fucking the whole time it can be cuddling and massage and touching and don't just only do the genitals and the tits you can do the whole person the whole person like the whole package exactly wow (laughs) it's it's connected to other sensories in the body and the whole things are dorphins are popping and neurons are zinging and things are happening wow you know you have a lot of erogenous tissue like the inside of the elbows and actually the underneath Ah. part of your eyelid and there's a You're lot of erogenous zones out there touch yes. every touch everything touch except my humor except my humerus and my anus that's oh. all I'm saying. Oh. If I want to communicate that, yeah. you know, I'm gonna. I think that's the next thing. I think we have to bust the myth of like, you know, hetero guys and their anuses because like there's 2,000 pressure sensitive nerve endings on your anus, and like it's direct access to your prostate. Which you know, guys, some men are in, you know, and some men are not, and that's okay, and it's totally fine. But I want to say this, like, you know, your comfort zones expand. You know, I just want to put the, you know, put the word out there that like if we, if we all started to like learn about pleasure-based sex education that um, and we start to learn about the anatomy a little bit differently and uh, that we would start to like add on different things that we could potentially try there's no right or wrong way to have pleasure or sex in our lives but i want to put it out there you know for people to i'm curious where are you from in new york i'm from new york city yeah 23rd and amsterdam avenue nice all right i'm from rochester Yeah, that was the west side up there, and we were wonderful. Oh, you're in Rochester, because that's really close to uh, where the comedy place is. But by, by the way, we're running out of time. I'm getting really Thank close. Thank you but so we got, much, but, Paul Brumbaugh. But Lucia yeah. and, 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 and Monica, will you guys, will you ladies please come back and join us again? Oh, I would love to. Bring right. in this exploration with Monica yeah, to we, the I edge can... of insanity. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. 
So we're digging it. I appreciate you both of you ladies showing up. Brandon, it's good to see you. Um, Mistress, thank you for keeping in mo- me in line. <laughs> thank you, Mistress. Thank you, Mistress. Yeah. And Patrick, thanks for being you crazy-ass motherfucker self you are, all right? There's my wild card, my ace in the hole, my guy on the right coast. Ladies and gentlemen, you've just listened to the Edgerman Sandy Me. There you go. Thank you, ladies. Please come back. Keep standing up, San Francisco. For myself, the rest of the crew. No, thank you, comedian Paul Brumbaugh from the Edge of Insanity. You have been listening to Sexploration with Monica. And as ever, you can subscribe on iTunes or FeeBurner or search my archives at sexplorationwithmonica.com.